Hello everyone and welcome to Disney WTF where we talk about what's the fuss about Disney. For those that don't know us by now, we are a Disney couple and one of us is a Disney fanatic and one of us is not. But. But <laughs> somehow we've made a way to make this relationship work. Yes. And we are on episode 41, 41 which is crazy. I'm excited about it. Me too. And today we have a special guest. We have a very special guest. I am so excited to welcome Kathleen of Instagram fame, Disney Unicorn. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, you you are one of the one of the first guests on our on the show where we are actually being brought to you by the Walt Daily. Yes. <laughs> so very cool. Yeah. It's an honor for all of us here, really. <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> What's in a name? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Kathleen, we're so excited to have you here. You recently took a trip to Disney World to celebrate a very special occasion. So what were you celebrating? Yeah, so I was celebrating my 30th birthday um, at Walt Disney World. I couldn't think of a better place to do that. Yeah. Awesome. And where did your love of Disney happen? Um, so it started when I was little. My family and I would do um, a Disney trip that was like our first big trip ever. Um, and then every couple of years we would do it. Then we became DVC members and it kind of slowly got into our bloodstream. <laughs> oh my gosh, that just escalated. You guys are DVC members? We are since uh, 2005. Can, wow. can someone tell me what a DVC member is? Kathleen? You're the expert. Yeah, it's the Disney Vacation Club. So it's basically oh. like a timeshare. Um, you buy into it, you pay a whole bunch of money up front, and then you get points every year to use it at a lot of the resorts. Oh, that's cool. And you do have a home resort, correct? That's how you um, you set it up? Yes. Um, so we're Saratoga Springs. We actually bought it when we were on a Disney cruise. Um, they had like a big promotion. You got some extra points if you signed up. Mm -hmm. um, and so at that time, Saratoga was still under construction. Um, and so we're part of Saratoga Springs. That's so cool. That's cool, yeah. I mean, maybe one day we should consider joining DVC. Okay. The Vacation Club. <laughs> Is, it would be worth it. Well, I mean, I think so, right, we Kathleen? Yeah, we've definitely really loved it. It lets you kind of try out a lot of different resorts too. And then you also get first dibs at your own resort. So a full year in advance. When you're going, when you know it's busy, when you know there's a lot of crowds, you get first dibs on your home resort. Hmm. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty cool. So why don't we stay or start off with where you stayed on your trip? Because you are a Dis or an Orlando local at this point. I am. Um, and so one of the nice little perks of um, planning a like actual Disney trip is getting to stay at the resort. So I definitely wanted to pick something that was fun. We did use Disney Vacation Club points. Um, we stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge on the Kidani Village side, which is Disney Vacation Club. Wow. And you had a safari, uh, or not a safari, a Savannah ro uh, room, didn't you? Yeah, we did, which was great. We woke up in the morning and saw zebras. Um, later in the day, we saw a giraffe looking over. Um, so that was really awesome. It was a nice little extra when you definitely want to enjoy a resort and spend a little bit more time to have that. Mm -hmm. And what went into your selection of picking the uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge? Um, so I knew that we were going to have a fairly big group. There were nine of us staying there and then 12 people total kind of coming in and out and hanging out. So we definitely wanted a lot of space. Um, not everybody had experienced the Animal Kingdom uh, Lodge before, but I had done it maybe about five, six years ago and loved it. So I was really looking forward to doing that again. It was kind of a little bit more of an extra treat for us. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of my dreams to stay at the Animal Kingdom Lodge also, just with the Savannah room, with giraffes walking by your, by your balcony in the morning. 
Like it just sounds like yeah. a wonderful way to have your morning coffee. <laughs> she was. Yeah, it was great. She was following your. Uh, she was following. I think your 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 journey, and uh, I could just hear the FOMO when she was telling me about how excited <laughs> she was for you and like seeing everything that you were that you were doing. I could I could just. You can even, even almost smell it, really. The FOMO. You're missing Thanks. out. <laughs> yeah, I would like show Richie, Richie, like on your Instagram story, like, oh my gosh, this is what they're doing now. It's yeah. so crazy. It's awesome. So hearing what the what the episode was going to be like, I, I wore my uh, I wore my magic band today. So because I really want to feel like I'm there, and nice. you know, really get the full experience using the magic of the magic band. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't realize it worked that way. But I'm going to start doing this and see if it works. Like, what if I'm like, just all of a sudden, just like slightly more magical <laughs> because I have the magic band on. Yeah. I think that works. Small like possibility. That. Yeah. <laughs> very small possibility. <laughs> yes. Very small. Um, wow. You did have a big group go with you. So who all went with you? Um, so my two sisters, um, both traveled in one flew in from New York, one drew, drove from Savannah. Um, my one cousin flew in from Wisconsin and I a cousin that flew in from New York, and then a whole bunch of work family friends. Wow, that's so awesome. I mean, what a big special occasion, and all these people are going to celebrate it with you in the most magical place on earth. That's just incredibly, incredibly cool. Um, and so when, when you're planning as a local, how do you, what kind of decision process goes into how long you're going to stay, you know, since you're, you're already kind of there in a way, right? Right. So work constraint was definitely part of it. Um, the nice thing was it allowed our whole group of 12 to actually kind of come in and out. Some people were working on Saturday, but not on Sunday or vice versa. Um, so that was definitely part of it. And then we never really felt like we needed to do it all. When we would go once a year or once every two years, it was kind of hit the ground running, have to do everything, run to every attraction, make sure you don't miss a thing. This was much more of a laid back, more adult kind of feeling mm -hmm. trip. We're going to do our fast passes. We'll do a couple more things that we really like. Food was a very big focus of this trip. Um, so it's definitely a little bit different when you, like, you can go like the next week, you can go back and do the things that we did. Yeah. I love that food was a focal point of oh, the trip. I feel like any <laughs> Disney trip, you gotta, you gotta center on the food, which I can't wait to yeah. hear about actually. So that's, <laughs> that's going to be awesome. Um, and I always wonder because you're, you're posting so much on Instagram about your, it feels like you're at the parks every single day. And um, I just, it's, it's pretty close. Um, so when I first moved here, um, I used my annual pass 76 different days that year, which is a cool fun fact. You can ask yeah. them to scan your band and tell you how many different days you've activated it. Nice. Um, so I felt like with my 80 hour work week that I really accomplished something by doing yeah, you did. <laughs> Definitely a soldier of Disney. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. And then, okay. So you're, you're, you're checked in, you're ready to go. Where did you go? What parks did you visit and plan to go to? Yeah, so Saturday we did Magic Kingdom. We did have one person that was not an annual pass holder, so we tried to keep it to one park a day for financial reasons. Um, and so I love Magic Kingdom. That's always kind of like my ultimate. It's what you think of when you think of Disney. Mm -hmm. um, so that was definitely something I wanted to do. Um, and for that we did we had Seven Dwarf Mine Train Fast Passes, which is always awesome, um, and Space Mountain and Big Thunder. Um, you and got then all those Fast Passes? Yeah, so oh that is gosh, the advantage of staying at a resort because I was able to book 60 days out. Nice. So that was a really nice thing. And then everybody had annual passes, so I didn't have to wait for them to book, to buy their tickets, to book fast nice. passes. Um, so that really helped kind of streamline everything. Um, and then Sunday we went to Epcot um, for the Festival of the Arts. And that actually was really great timing because it poured. 
So there was not a big crowd and it was Super Bowl Sunday. So everybody left. We waited <laughs> half an hour for Frozen without anything. Just because oh, nobody smart. was there. Everybody wanted to watch the Super Bowl. That's a Disney hack right there. Yeah. Like if you want to do everything like as much as possible on a Sunday, Super go Bowl Super Sunday. Bowl Sunday. Which <laughs> yeah. sucks if you're a dude like, you know, or, or a woman trying to really watch the game. Because, you know, if you're a significant other, you know, like if that's a plan, then you have to really figure out a way to get your Super Bowl game with you while you're there. But but you can do both, which is crazy because the the way technology is now, you can watch the Super Bowl and wait in line for Frozen. Yeah, there were people with earbuds and cell phones watching the game. Oh my God, like Disney hack. I would would consider that. Like you wouldn't even need to have some sort of a media to do the game on your, because everybody around you probably is going to have something to like, and you could just ask somebody, what's, what's the score? What just happened? Yeah. Yeah, Brady, it was Brady fun because we're all kind of watching together. And yeah, long. yeah. <laughs> Bring like chairs and chips and stuff. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> what are you guys doing? We're doing two things. <laughs> I brought the guac. You, you can see one clearly because we're in line for Frozen. Two, we're watching the Super Bowl. Come join. Here's some chips and dip. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely a fun tip. <laughs> um, I have a question because I, I didn't even know that. So if you, I knew that if you were staying on property, you could start booking 60 days out for the fast passes. But in terms of, I mean, you had a big group. So that big group could all book out fast passes as well. They could. So our um, hotel slept nine in our rooms and they give you a little bit of wiggle room with like the number total that you can book fast passes for. So they were all friends on my my Disney Experience app um, and I was able to just scoop them up for everybody, which is great. That's so awesome because, gosh, you got so many like e-ticket attractions on your list. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Wow. Um, Okay, so tell me about your day at Magic Kingdom. So you rode... Seven Doors, Mine Train, uh, Space Mountain, Big Thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was your touring there? Yeah, so my one cousin, um, who's not kind of the Disney fanatic and comes very less frequently, really wanted to ride Pirates. Um, and so we waited an hour for Pirates, which is kind of very against the rest of the group's norm. <laughs> but because we were all together, um, we played Heads Up in line, and we had a very intense Disney Heads Up competition going, uh, which was a lot of fun. That sounds awesome. Uh, so the time really flew by, which was great. I can um, imagine we're... someone that's like, I will not wait more than 40 minutes for Pirates. And someone just oh, like yeah. totally like, like I could do this boycotted. <laughs> and stormed off like <laughs> towards the magic, towards the, the castle. Like, oh, yeah. Terrible idea. You get a little under one hour. <laughs> there's no storming off in Disney, Virgie. Well, magical storming off. No, like okay. there's pixie dust coming off of your head as you storm off. Like sprinkles, and then you just like. Uh, <laughs> I can see it. Hey, okay, wait. Right, gonna, we should make a video doing that. It'll be funny. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> wow, but that is definitely a long time waiting in line for pirates. But I mean, yeah. it's a classic. So I get anybody who doesn't get to go very often wanting to see it. I think they're justified. Yeah. Um, and then we um, we tried the new tater tots at Friars Nest, which <gasps> were really good. What did it have on it? So we got the buffalo chicken one, um, which had buffalo chicken on it, celery, and blue cheese. And then we also did the, I think it's called like the Fiesta one. It's basically nachos, but you replace the chips with um, the tater tots. That sounds amazing. Richie is a tater tot fanatic. Yeah. They were really good. Like, Even, I love tater I'm not tots. a huge tater tot person, but I like them, and they were awesome. Like, I frequently ask, like, you guys got, like, when I go to restaurants that have no business having tater tots in them, I'm like, are you sure you guys don't have tater tots here? Like, 100%? <laughs> 
<laughs> I love Teletons. You pull them out of your pocket like Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> I brought my own. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, those sound delicious. And I love that the Buffalo ones are Super Bowl appropriate. So that just kind of went along with the, the weekend. <laughs> it did. Yeah, it definitely went along with our theme. Nice. Have you had the Cheshire Cattail? I have. It is pretty good. It's a lot of sweet. It depends on kind of your taste buds, but it's mm-hmm. pretty good. No, I just I, what is that? It's like, is it is it also like a fried dough um, like treat with some icing on it? And it's in the colors of the Cheshire Cat from Alice in Wonderland. So purple and pink, like really odd icing colors that, yeah. that look a little bit funny. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> but it's supposed to be like the best new Magic Kingdom treat. I've never tried uh, it. I've always uh, wondered. I'm going to call uh, false on that because the whole tater tot thing happened. Okay. That's the that's the best one, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I think it's better, actually, the that tater one's tot. Definitely the best oh, one. there you go. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, cool. So what else did you guys eat while you were at Magic Kingdom? Um, so Magic Kingdom, we actually did the fireworks dessert party. So <gasps> we saved up our appetites a lot to do that, which I'd never done before. Um, and so that was one of the things that was like, this is a special weekend. We want to do something that I haven't done, that none of us had done. So we had kind of a new shared experience together. Um, and so we kind of saved up our appetites since it's a flat fee and all you can eat dessert. Um, and so that was what we did in the evening. Wow. And what about, can, can you give us a mini review of how the dessert party is? Sure. Um, so I thought it was awesome overall. We did the garden view. So you either have garden view or terrace view. The terrace view is an extra $20 or so but you actually end up sitting in front of Tomorrowland Terrace so you're further away from the fireworks, but because you're sitting down, you pay more. Um, we were in the garden view, which is really the hub grass. Um, and the nice thing about it was that we had reserve, a reserved area, so we were able to do the entire dessert party and then waltz over with like a minute till happily ever after started and have perfect, like a perfect spot. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Oh, I think that's right up Richie's alley too, because he he's obsessed with the hub lawn. He would spend the whole Magic Kingdom day at the Hub Lawn, just chilling. And if there's sweets involved, he, he's definitely there. Yes, yeah, so you bring me tater tots on the Hub Lawn. It's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> because they're literally going to have to like vacuum you out, yeah. like because you're not like, gonna. Like, sir, move. sir, it's 1:30 a.m. We need you, to move. and this is your tenth tater tot bucket. We need you to move. Your tenth tater tot. <laughs> Golly, that escalated really quickly. I'm just saying. <laughs> it could be a problem. I said it would be a problem. <laughs> I mean, it definitely, I feel like I'm, I haven't actually done any of the extra, the, the dessert experiences to, to watch that, that nighttime show at whatever park it may be, just because I'm never sure if, if, if it's worth it. But something like, like Happily Ever After that gets so congested and you really mm-hmm. want to, you know, find a good spot to see it, it might be worth it, especially if you get dessert along the way. Right. I thought it was worth it. And there were a lot of different dessert options. There's also fruit and like a cheese platter. Um, and so the happily ever after one is a little bit less expensive because it's the only park that doesn't serve alcohol freely. So there is an alcohol at the dessert party. So it's a little bit less expensive too. I think we paid about $59 a person. And I think it's almost closer to a hundred for the ones that have alcohol. That's awesome. And so you spent the one day at Magic Kingdom. What did you do that evening when you left? Um, we went to the boardwalk. Um, which I love, um, and we went to the Atlantic Dance Hall there um, and got to get our dance on, kind of get out some energy and all really be together. Because you didn't, you had energy left after the whole day at Magic Kingdom? <laughs> we had a lot of sugar at the <laughs> dessert party that nice. needed to burn off. 
Yeah. What's the Atlantic dance hall like? I, I, again, I've never been inside. I've always walked by. It looks kind of cool, but never been inside. Yeah, it's kind of not as well known of a thing as a lot of things at Disney. So it doesn't get super crowded, but um, it's run by a DJ. They play 80s, 90s, and like today music, which is kind of right up our age demographic alley, which is really enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. um, they take requests. They play like wacky music videos on the screen. A lot of them were linked to Lego Star Wars the night that we were there. So that was pretty fun. That's hilarious. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's a lot of like cast members that go there um, and things like that. Um, so it's not like a super crowded place and there's no cover, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all just kind of came and danced and enjoyed ourselves. Yeah. And I feel like the, the boardwalk is definitely one of those places that, you know, if you want to just have a good time after the parks, you can go there. You could, they have that abracadabar, they have the piano bar. I mean, there's so much to do, like, especially for like adult fun on the boardwalk that a lot of people don't take advantage of. Yeah, for sure. And, um, that's become one of our favorites kind of throughout the years of living here. Um, I hadn't been really to the boardwalk a bunch at all. I stayed once, um, just like staying on their DVC property, but I was younger, didn't really kind of do the nighttime scene. Um, but it's a little bit of an untapped um, area. Nice, nice. All right. So then after the Atlantic dance hall, was that when you guys called it a night or did you go for like round three? No, we called it a night at that point um, because we had wave brunch at like 1030. So everybody needed to one, get some sleep, and two, pack up their stuff because we were checking out of the hotel before oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. And I always wonder if, you know, because you have all this stuff planned, you're at the parks a lot, and I wonder to justify the stay at a at an on-property resort, you do think it's worth it, though? I do think it's worth it when you're either going to do something really fun or you plan enough ahead of time that you really want fast passes for something, like, that's the easiest way, if there is an easy way, to get Pandora Fast Passes. Um, so you kind of need to think about kind of what you want out of it. We actually spent a lot of Saturday morning at the resort. Um, so we took kind of took our time Saturday morning. And then we had brunch at Beaumont Saturday morning, which is at oh that goodness. resort. Yeah, which is amazing. Uh, Have I been there? So we kind of no, Richie hasn't been to Beaumont. <laughs> Beaumont is amazing. It's a buffet. Um, they do breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, but I think their breakfast is their kind of best um, offering. Um, and so it's African fusion, um, and they have a lot of kind of signature dishes that they do. They do like a goat cheese spinach um, omelet. They do um, a lot of Disney favorites like Mickey waffles and kind of a little bit of Nice. <laughs> you said Mickey Waffles. Yeah. You had me at Mickey Waffles <laughs> and Tater Tots. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so then, so day two, that's when you guys went to the Wave for brunch. How does that kind of compare to the Boma brunch then? So they're a bit different. The Wave is a lot more economical. So it was about $23 a person, which for like a Disney meal at all when you sit down is pretty good. Um, and then they do offer like an annual pass discount and a DVC discount, so that's always nice too. Um, but they offer you either an a la carte menu or um, a buffet um, kind of style, and they let you kind of go up and peek around and see if you like it before you pick which one, which I think is nice. Nice. Um, yeah, and they had like sweet potato pancakes, again, Mickey <gasps> waffles. Um, they do a really nice Eggs Benedict um, and a lot more kind of just traditional American um, kind of breakfast. So they're definitely different. Um, they also have a semi-bottomless mimosa, which is a free mimosa, bottomless mimosa. 
Mine wasn't too bad, so definitely a lot of our party had that. Yeah. <laughs> it's an inter- interesting definition of bottomless. Right. <laughs> it's a Disney definition when you're supposed to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to hang out at the Wave all day and have my three bottomless mimosas. Right. <laughs> cool. So then after the Wave brunch, was that when you guys went to um, a Festival of the Arts? Yes. Um, so a lot of people hadn't been to Festival of the Arts either this year or at all yet. Um, and that's one of my favorites. I love Epcot for the festivals in general. And the Festival of the Arts is my favorite by far. So I wanted to be able to kind of show everybody around that. Um, so we did a lot of the food booths. We did the paint by mural, um, paint by number mural, which was super fun. Um, surprisingly, they were still doing it with the rain, which I thought was kind of cool. Like every time it would stop raining, everybody would paint and then everybody would run away. <laughs> nice. Go, go, go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and they were having us paint like 15 squares each, which is kind of a lot. Usually it's okay in a square or two. They said, we have to get this done before the Super Bowl. So everybody needs to do this now. Nice. <laughs> it's more of a mission than usual. That's really interesting. I mean, now you're you're painting like this experience was so much enhanced by the Super Bowl. Because yeah. you got to paint way more than like the average park goer on any, any other day. Yeah. <laughs> So, so at the Festival of the Arts this year, what were some of your favorite food booths? Um, so this was a repeat from last year, but the wild mushroom risotto with the truffle oil. My favorite too. Oh my, <laughs> oh my goodness. It's amazing. I think I've had it like three or four times this festival. <laughs> That's funny. I don't blame you. It is so delicious. In fact, like when, cause I went a couple of weeks ago and like, I, I only had the day there and I, there was only so much I felt like I could eat and I wanted to try new stuff, but that mushroom risotto from last year, I saw that it was on repeat and I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay. First thing mm-hmm. I'm getting is this. It was so good. Highly recommended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> the tater tots. I don't think there were any tater tots. No. Um, it's not exactly. It's not what you would No, but there's a really good meat and cheese platter at that same um, place with the wild mushroom. It's like the Canada booth, even though it's not themed Canada, it's in Canada. Um, And that was $9, and it was enough for like three of us to share, which I thought was really nice. It was like a good financial decision. (laughs) Meat and cheese are a solid second place to tater tots. I think it's a great tip to go to these Epcot festivals with a bigger group. That way you can get a lot of food and just share it all. That way you can try a little bit of everything Mm -hmm. and not just, oh, I've had my three dishes. That's it. (laughs) Definitely. Because that way we kind of made our way through most of the booths and everybody got little little picks here and there, which is great. That's awesome. Um, Any other booths that stood out to you when you were on your trip? Um, They have a deconstruct deconstructed booth um, and they do a deconstructed Reuben that was very good um, that if you like Reubens or corned beef uh, which my Irish side of my family who was with us is really they love their corned beef uh, and so that was very good and it comes with this um, rye like ring of bread um, and then it's a shredded corned beef with like um, like a vinegar infused sauerkraut on top that um, was really good and then they do a deconstructed cheesecake as well which was new this year um, that was also really good. Wow. And did your Irish side of the family approve of the corned beef they got at Disney? They did. They said <laughs> it was really good, which says a lot because they're a little big. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, all right. So then what other things did you do while you were at Epcot um, other than festival activities? We had um, Soarin' Fast Passes, which was great, um, and Spaceship Earth. We didn't make our mission space Fast Passes. We got a little too into the festival um 
and we it's kind of not um, a family trip to Epcot without a ride on Figment. Um, so we had to do that as kind of more tradition than anything else. That's awesome. And I love that Figment's the, the mascot of Festival of the Arts. And so I saw that one of the murals that they did, the paint by number murals was Figment, but, but times five or six. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and like then last heads. had just like him kind of hidden in one part of it, which was cool. So as the paint kind of started to happen, all of a sudden he sort of popped up. Um, so that was cool to see. Yeah. That's so awesome. I do love that paint by number. Yeah. The day that I went, it was the monorail. Hmm. Also mm-hmm. super fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so since you were celebrating your birthday, what are some of the special things that, that you did or maybe even Disney did to celebrate your birthday? Um, so Disney does a really good job of making a fuss out of your birthday. Um, the birthday buttons fuss, definitely yeah. come with some perks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so one of the really cool things that I wasn't expecting was when we went to get Starbucks on Sunday morning um, in Epcot, um, they said, oh, it's on us, it's your birthday. And that was including nice. like a bottle of water and my big, you know, crazy Starbucks coffee. Um, so I thought that was really nice and it was just very like surprising that it happened. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh my gosh, free Starbucks on any day would be like, that's, that, I'm good for three years yeah. for getting free <laughs> Starbucks on one day. <laughs> um, and then I was told by a cast member when I was leaving Figment, make sure you go to Club Cool for your birthday surprise. Just tell the cast member that you're here for your birthday surprise. So I went over there and it was one of their um, ice slushy drinks, mm-hmm. um, was free for your birthday. And then they put like a little Mickey head on top of it in the mm-hmm. slushy, which I thought was very cute. That's awesome. And where is that exactly? So Club Cool is kind of on the back of Starbucks and Epcot, um, and that's the place where you can try all the different sodas. From oh. The different- oh, that's where you guys tricked me on that thing. We tricked him on the Beverly one year. Jokes. That's the way to do it with all the newbies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys are jokes. It's more like initiation <laughs> than, you know, actual trying of, of a drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to do it at least once. I'm trying to warn you people. Don't listen to them. <laughs> if they take you to a drink place, don't listen to anyone. <laughs> try this one it's so good yeah. although I was a little bit disappointed I think that Richie's reaction was just like oh yeah this is okay like he wasn't like appalled by it or anything so it wasn't oh. that much fun so I didn't want to offend, offend anyone at the time is that what it was? I think so oh well Everyone's just, like, thought it was your like, favorite we had to kind of play it cool yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just like looking at me all weird. I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> my mouth is the worst. I know, if anything, that like we're the ones that kind of ruined it for you. Yeah. Ruined your natural reaction. <laughs> okay. So I've been there. <laughs> I hope you wore your birthday button all weekend. You did, right? Oh, I did. And then um, the whole group had, I'm celebrating Kathleen's birthday on their buttons. Nice. Um, and then they had actually surprised me, the whole group of them, by getting shirts made, which really kind of oh, fluffed up our awesome. whole, we're a big tribe of birthday. So That's mine cool. was a pink shirt that had a big mini on it with a bunch of black glitter and said, it's my 30th birthday. And purple is my favorite color. So they were all in purple mini shirts. Nice. So that was really fun. That's a fun, fun surprise that they did. Yeah. Oh, and it's what a good way to like be like, um, like a unit. Yeah. Like you're yeah. walking down Main Street USA and people know that you're all together. Right, like a little and army. So we took advantage um, of photo pass because of that, which is a really nice perk of the annual pass that it's included. Um, and so we took tons of pictures that we now have to. Really nice. Do you guys know if there's like a, a list or resource that you guys have seen of like everything to do at Disney on your birthday? Is that a thing? Like, have you any, any of you guys seen that before? 
I'm sure you could make a, or if you Google it, I'm sure tons of lists will pop up, but I bet mm-hmm. Kathleen could actually write a list like after her epic weekend, <laughs> <laughs> you could do, you could definitely like blog about like the itinerary, yeah. the perfect itinerary. Yeah. <laughs> like I celebrated my 30th birthday also at Disney, but you definitely went above and beyond. Like mm-hmm. I, I went, I, oh, I went to Juco for dinner. Yeah. That was nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But but you you did it upright. You definitely did. I mean, so much FOMO. It's so true what Richie said. I was jealous the whole weekend. And every morning when I woke up and saw new things on your story, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're doing this now. She's like, look, look, look. I'm just like, what? Like, <laughs> she's at Disney. <laughs> well, I'm definitely a planner and I've planned a lot of other people's birthdays. I planned my sister's bachelorette at Disney. Nice. Um, and so it was kind of my turn to kind of plan my own party, which was really nice because I kind of just got to do whatever I wanted to do. You didn't have to ask different. anybody. You just did it. <laughs> yeah. wow well i really really appreciate you sharing this wonderful trip report with us i mean i we're all living through your your tale of the birth the epic birthday weekend right now um any closing remarks that you want to that you want to say about the weekend um it was just a really great weekend i think one of the things um that's important to do when you're a big planner like i am is to have some breaks in your day that are just kind of go with the flow um, so even if you're someone that likes to be very regimented, and I think the Fast Pass Plus makes you a more regimented tour because two o'clock is when this Fast Pass is, and you're kind of stuck with that because you already planned that 60 days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, to have some parts in there where it's we're going to go back to the hotel, we're going to look at the animals, we're going to just kind of wander around Main Street and see what we want to do. We'll walk around World Showcase with no set plan. I think that kind of balances out your weekend, especially when you have a really big group to allow people to kind of do what they want to do and have moments where everybody kind of feels like they're not being dragged around the park. Yeah, so true. And then speaking of the big group, um, did you did you all stick together the whole time? We did, aside from people peeling off to go back to work. Um, we actually all did stay together. And I think that was probably more because it was my birthday and everybody, nobody kind of wanted to peel off from the birthday girl, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but sometimes when we're in big groups, um, like I planned a family reunion trip um, back in January. Um, and that was definitely, there were moments that were scheduled peel off afternoons where like everybody could peel off where they wanted to go. It's like, I like to present you with the printed itinerary. So this is our free time from one to one thirty. You could do whatever yeah. you want, but after that, <laughs> make your fast pass, make the dinner reservation, you can do it all, whatever else you want. That's so cool. <laughs> do, do you have like tips for people, you know, that are planning to bring like a family of you know people that are not Disney fanatics of like what they can do to make the experience good for like everyone. Yeah, so I've taken a couple like Disney newbies, and I think the first thing is to kind of get a sense of what they want out of the trip. Do they want to see as much as possible and maybe be even a little tired at the end of their vacation? Yeah. Do they want a little bit of a balance? Kind of what are they looking to do? Um, and then kind of knowing your group a little bit, I think is important too. Um, so like when I booked, um, when we did the family reunion trip, it was a lot of, okay, what, what are the things that everybody definitely wants to do? Like, this is something that if we leave here and you didn't do this ride, you're going to be really disappointed. Let's make sure that we all do that together. You know, does someone feel really passionate about going to the pool? We need to make sure that we leave some time where that's possible so that no one feels like, even though I'm in a big group, I'm being dragged around. And I think being kind of the trip planner for a lot of trips. You kind of have to find that balance where no one feels like they're kind of being forced to do things Mm -hmm. or that they'll just stay at the hotel because they're unhappy with the plan. Um, And so I think finding out kind of what people want um, before you start planning it can be really helpful. Awesome. That's an awesome tip. Yeah, definitely. I think so. 
Because <laughs> Richie's not exactly the fanatic of the group, so he's just like, what, what can I do to be happier for myself when I'm at Disney? Pick <laughs> <laughs> a couple of things that you want to do and, a, a, you know, a couple of things that are, eh, maybe we don't need to do this this time. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, Kathleen, thank you so, so much for joining us on this episode. I mean, it's it's so much fun to, to live through your tale of the 30th birthday weekend. Um, and you're welcome back anytime. Well, thank Whenever. you so much. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Can you tell the listeners uh, how to find you on Instagram? Sure. I'm at the Disney Unicorn, all one word. Nice. I do want to ask on that note, how did, how did you come up with the Disney Unicorn? Um, so that's a good question. So I've always loved kind of Disney. That was a basic. So Disney um, was actually what kind of sparked my idea of doing an Instagram at all. Um, that was kind of the part that I wanted to document in my life. Um, and then it kind of evolved into, I also really love unicorns and I think they're very unique. So giving kind of a unique perspective on Disney as someone who's a local, someone who's kind of done it all and kind of liking to try a couple of the new things that are either new to Disney or kind of things that aren't as well known, um, kind of sparked this whole Disney unicorn idea. That's awesome. I love it. It makes me like love you even more. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Richie, anything to wrap up? No. Um, I, again, we appreciate you being on the show. And uh, for anyone that's listening, you know, feel free to follow us and uh, her on Instagram. Uh, we are Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, please subscribe on uh, YouTube. We're on SoundCloud. Where else are we on? Medium.com and The Walt Daily, which you can find on anchor.fm and also on your Alexa Flash briefing. Yes. It's an amazing production going on there. Thank you. (laughs) Well, as always, thank you everyone for listening. We really, really appreciate it. We hope it brought a little bit of magic to your day and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.